0: Every time it rains, it rains is from heaven Shoo-be-do-be Don't you know each cloud contains pandas from heaven shoo be to You'll find your fortune falling All over town Be sure that your umbrella Is up 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 upside down And trading for a package of Sunshine and ravioli
1: Macaroni Hello everybody Merry Christmas You've just looked underneath your Christmas tree. You've seen something odd looking there, wrapped up in shiny paper. You've taken it into your hands. You've gently unveiled it. And here we are, coming in your potholes. It's a Christmas (laughs) present episode, bonus episode, of the movie mixtape. And my name is Dirk. And you know, I waited five hours for her. Well, good news, I did see a dog. It is Marcy Dale. How are you doing, Marcy?
0: <laughs> Hello, Dirk. Hi, and I'm glad you saw the dog.
1: Have you ever seen a dog before? I mean, yeah, you probably have.
0: It's pretty magical. I'm always like, can I pet your dog? Or what's mm-hmm. your dog's name? I never ask the person with
1: their name. <laughs> <laughs> but Marcy, uh-huh. just the two of us. I'm
0: just the two of list. us. Just yeah. the two
1: of us for this one. <laughs> Mikey P, the third of our amigos, of our musketeers, he's on assignment. And you know like on podcasts when they say someone's on assignment and really it means they had a dentist appointment they couldn't get out of or something like that. Well, no, Mikey P's really on assignment. And if you pay attention to those pod feeds soon and you listen to a podcast called Escape Hatch, then you might see or even hear with your ears Mikey P on that episode. So that's why he's not here today. That's why it's just me and thee, Marcy. And what are you doing (laughs) for this Christmas bonus episode?
0: So we had a lot of fun with an anniversary mix recently, and we've decided that for the 20th anniversary, we would like to talk about the movie Elf.
1: 2003's (laughs) movie directed by Jon Favreau, starring Will Ferrell, Yuzui Deschanel. The film is called Elf. Well, yeah, Merry Christmas. Have you been? Do you have a nice Christmas?
0: I mean, it hasn't happened. What? (laughs) This is coming up before Christmas. No, no, it's not. It's going to come out after. You're going to sneak it under somebody's tree.
1: Listen, we should have (laughs) had this conversation off air. Really, (laughs) I feel like my understanding was this is going to be released just after Christmas. (laughs)
0: I thought it was going to be before.
1: All right. Well, whatever whatever floats your boat. We're just focusing on our movie chat this episode. Um, but if you like what you hear, why don't you click back on previous episodes where there's a few more bits and bobs that go on. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. So this movie came out in 2003. It mm-hmm. is 20 years old today. Mm-hmm. Did you know that?
0: Today? Today? Today's date exactly? <laughs>
1: yep. Yeah don't really? check that yeah don't check it I, and happy birthday elf so marcy <laughs> loves things like anniversaries for films it's like a big deal in her it world is. yeah and yeah. we did the anniversary mix like you said so this is why we've landed on this one
0: i just feel like art should be celebrated so there's nothing wrong with that
1: agreed agreed 100 percent. and i'm glad that we have got you marcy dale <laughs> to fight for art the fight in the corner of culture at all times
0: and john favreau <laughs>
1: john f- the f- the fav as we like to Happy call him
0: Hogan himself
1: yeah. <laughs> so we normally we have a bit of a rigmarole with a synopsis to a film but just to we're just going to keep it nice and easy elf is about buddy he's a human who mistakenly crawls into santa's sack when he's a little baby <laughs> In an, in an orphanage and winds up in the North Pole where he spends the first 30 years of his life not realising he's a human being despite all these hilarious things that are going on around him. When he is informed that he has a father still alive on Earth Buddy sets out to reconcile with him to meet him and travels all the way to New York where shenanigans ensue. Can Buddy find the family he never had? Can Santa Claus and the elves spread Christmas spirit? throughout the globe that is elf
0: thank you but i am insulted on behalf of papa elf what the hell he did have a father okay just
1: (laughs) very quickly ditched that father though didn't he very quickly (laughs)
0: oh no i love bob newhart uh so anyways funny story about you in this movie Uh. apparently there was like a whole year where you watched this every day but i was trying to talk to you about some of my favorite things of it and you couldn't recall them like you had never seen the movie but (laughs) it got me thinking the magic of movies especially a movie like this which i think was i think pretty sure like an instant classic and it is a classic still and you were yelling at me about it being a classic i don't know is that you have your own favorite things about it you've seen it a million times so you know what your favorite things are and Somebody else who has seen it supposedly a million times has different favorite things. So it's okay that we have different favorite things and you totally ignored the things that I enjoyed the most of this movie.
1: I'm going to challenge you on a couple of points. One, this was not an instant classic. So you were probably too young, Marcy, to remember the critical reception at the time for this movie. And it was not positive, it was lukewarm at best. I feel this has definitely been a grower, and I think if you watch it now, you kind of look back and think, what were they? What was going on in people's heads back then that they didn't think this was amazing from the get-go? Don't get me wrong, a lot of people obviously loved it from the get-go, me being one of them. But critically, and you, Marcy, but that's a given, but I think the critical reception was not brilliant. Okay, that's just gonna. That's, I'm just going to say that. Okay, just say that. so
0: I think I'm just going from my own personal experience. So I was 13 when this movie came out, and what happened, my aunt took my cousins and I, so there was probably about eight of us, just dropped us off at the theater, said, have fun, see you later. And I just remember um, my youngest cousin was sitting next to me, and then I think the second youngest was on the other side of me and just them both having an amazing time but i was having an amazing time and so for me personally in that moment i was like i think i could watch this every year Mm. um and i was excited to go see it again so for me it was an instant classic which again it goes to your preference like maybe your favorite scenes you know aren't my favorite scenes but maybe your classics aren't my classics but this was like for me like instantaneously something special but i'm glad that People came around to it. Finally. Exactly.
1: Me and you were on the same wavelength. I think we both enjoyed it from the beginning. But just not ev- not everyone. Some people, you might not believe this, Marcy, are quite grumpy and <laughs> don't always enjoy fun things. I think the other point that you mentioned about, yeah, you were talking to me and going, oh, when this. And it was like some kind of minute detail that happened in the film. And I was going, I don't know what you're talking about. But this is because this is a Christmas movie. Maybe you're different to me. Marcy, but with a Christmas movie, it's not really about paying super attention. It's kind of sitting down, getting comfortable in your chair. Maybe you're a bit sleepy. Maybe you're you're getting yourself super cozy. You're probably sharing a warm embrace with a loved one, and you kind of you're watching the film, and you're also just kind of floating on a sea of festivity. And perhaps you don't always one hundred percent take it into your cerebellum that i think that's what can happen with christmas films um the thing that really got you that really ground your gears was when you mentioned one particular song and i couldn't remember i had no clue in the film when that occurred and what that song was but listening to well watching this film again and listening to the soundtrack it is just so full-on christmas the whole way through that i think there's for me, probably it's just everything is Christmas. It's so okay. Christmassy, and so I'm not picking out nuances of individual bits. Does that make sense? It's just okay. like, oh, there's a song that happens. It's a Christmas song. Here's another song that happens. It's another Christmas song. I'm not going like, oh, that is "Pennies from Heaven" by whoever sang "Pennies from Heaven." <laughs> so that's. I think we enjoy it in a slightly different way. Is, yeah. is the point I'm so making? So
0: "Pennies from Heaven" is not this is the song we're talking about by the way if you didn't catch <laughs> but this is not a christmas song but now officially it is a christmas song for me like i have a christmas playlist on spotify and i have it on there because of this movie and i just really like there are a couple of songs in this movie that aren't christmas songs and that's one of them and it's a really fun moment it's when he finally gets to new york and so it's just this like really it's such a just one of my favorite moments overall where he gets to New York and so the song is just forever tied with him getting to New York and like doing things like the guy's trying to hail a taxi and he comes out and he's waving or whenever he sees the restaurant and it says like world's best cup of coffee and he like runs in and he's like you did it congratulations <laughs> <laughs> and then everything Santa told him not to do before he got there he basically is doing in New York like chewing the gum of the rails, so i just love and they play the whole song in its entirety too it's a very quick song so it's just this is such a fun scene seeing him interact with the human world and then i think the song is so much fun too and i think it just all works so well together so i was just shocked that like for me even the first time i saw this i was like wow i really i've never heard this song before i really like it like I said, it's not a Christmas song, but now it is. And, like, I play my Christmas playlist for friends or my family and they'll always get excited when they hear Pennies from Heaven because they go, oh, it's Elf. And I'm like, yeah, it's Elf. So that's how we, like, I guess associate it over here. But you didn't really ever pick it up until maybe this time. I don't know. <laughs>
1: maybe. Maybe I did. Maybe. maybe. I think one of the, the things about the film that makes it also kind of special is placement of it in multiple people's careers, do you think? Because I was really keen to see this when it came out because of John Favreau at the time. Because I was in, you know, he'd he'd written Swingers and then they'd made Made. And I was into those sorts of films at the time. I was like, oh my goodness, he's doing a Christmas film. And um, Will Ferrell, I think I'd only seen him in because we, I think he was on Saturday Night Live. You're probably going to tell me that, weren't you? That, that's um, but where he that, got started. <laughs> that's not a thing over here. So, <laughs> but I'd seen him in like Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Oh my and, god, it's
0: the police officer.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was trying to write, I was kind of looking at the chronology of it. And so, you did Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, then Zoolander. And then old school and elf were this year. So old school and year, yeah. elf they're they this the, year.
0: This is the year where he breaks out and becomes a full on movie star. Mm. So with those two movies, old school and, and elf. So have you ever seen old school? I'm just curious. I've
1: ever seen old school. Yes, I've seen yeah. old school.
0: Okay. <laughs> 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 and then and then I think Anchorman's literally the next year, so yeah. he really like blows up.
1: <laughs> he He'd made his mark yeah. by this point. And so for Zooey, um is it Zoe or Zoe? Zoe, 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 Zoe. I think this is the the first big one. And then there's quite a gap. I mean, she's in Hitchhiker's Guide.
0: Okay, wait, so can I tell you? So that's like one of my favorite movies of all time, but a lot of people. So I didn't realize whenever like years down the road, when I realized she was an elf, it was the girl from Elf was in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy because she has her natural brown hair in Hitchhiker. She has dyed blonde hair in Elf. I think I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like it was one of those mind explosion things because it wasn't for like years later, but I love Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I, I'm not kidding. I will be picking it at some point <laughs> for this
1: podcast. <talk> <laughs> so. she's, she's very embryonic at her stage because Hitchhiker's mm-hmm. Guide isn't for a good number of years. And then 500 Days of Summer, I think, is like eight years after this. No, six years. I've just checked my stats. And then obviously New Girl more recently mm-hmm. that comedy juggernaut marcy yes you had an idea how you wanted to talk about it because i think we both in agreement this is a christmas classic mm-hmm. yes we are in agreement
0: mm-hmm. me
1: and you right now
0: mm-hmm.
1: reaching out across the oceans but you had a few ideas on how to talk about
0: it well i already started with like you oh, know did you? what what I think is special about this movie you have different things that you know make it special and then we kind of it kind of led into the pennies from heaven conversation but I'll just start off with this other thing where I know I am the odd one out so you admitted to never have seen or watched Rudolph the claymation movie from america but that's a big influence on the beginning of this movie when they're in the north pole and there's like the little snowman and all the animals so that's all basically rudolph like a snowman narrates rudolph the red nose danger reindeer but it's what is his name leroy (laughs) leon leon i'm sorry leon uh in this
1: movie leon the snowman
0: i think it's safe to say that the majority of people's favorite moment with the claymation creatures is when the narwhal pops up and goes sorry buddy i hope you find your dad but for me <laughs> my favorite moment <laughs> with the claymation <laughs> creatures <laughs> is whenever he finds out he's a human and he goes and he talks to papa elf about it, or papa elf finally like tells him the truth and he is so upset. He's like running away, and he's like, "Uh, uh, uh." And the little puffin is like, "Hey, buddy, you want to go pick some snowberries?" And he's like, "Not now, Archie puffin." And he like <laughs> runs away
1: from. Uh, thank no, goodness. I,
0: okay, so I know you don't. Uh, you don't know the whole snl of it but will ferrell does blow up on snl he's in night at the roxbury and like superstar and things like that while he's like on saturday night live but will ferrell is so over the top and hilarious and i think the other thing about this movie is it makes you ask the question (laughs) is there anything better in this whole entire world than will ferrell screaming because i don't
1: (laughs) (laughs) think he's so good at being excited Isn't he? That's like his his acting chops come into play when he's really, really excited.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love him so much.
1: It's hilarious, isn't it? I mean, Mm -hmm. that's the thing, right? So why is it a classic? We covered um, The Muppet's Christmas Carol Mm -hmm. last year, which is undoubtedly a classic. Mm -hmm. And we've got... um, I mean, it's got humour in it. If I think about the films that we watch on rotation at Christmas... They're all the funny ones: Sue, Elf, Home Alone, um, Muppets Christmas Carol. They are probably the big three in our house. I'm not sure if there is if there is any that even come close to, to to those three. And that got me thinking about sort of is this the most recent Christmas classic that I can think of? I, can't think of perhaps one that's come out since 2003 that has stuck around in the in the cultural stratosphere like this one has can you think of one
0: i can think of one but you're going to get really annoyed with me and oh. roll your eyes i'll, I'll I, just do it now oh. i really believe klaus is a classic
1: no i don't i don't argue with that i think klaus mm-hmm. is definitely it it's got a lot of um a lot of people like klaus And a lot of people include that, definitely. Did
0: you know it was nominated for an Oscar for Best Animated Feature?
1: Clearly, I didn't know that, Marcy. As you know from the shoulder dance that you immediately did (laughs) after you asked that question. (laughs) What year did Clouds come out in?
0: 2019, or 2019,
1: sorry. Yeah, so it's, what, 16 years from that to this. So I don't think there's, I can't think of much else. Are there There other Christmas films that I've enjoyed? There have been things that I've
0: tried, but. Yeah, so honestly, like, our our main three are Muppet Christmas Carol, Elf, but then the one you have never seen, also National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which is absolutely
1: hysterical. Mm-hmm. But- well, let me, let me just come back to you. Similarly, then, over here, Nativity. We will watch Nativity, which is, I think I've I said <laughs> before, which is a British one about a nativity play put on in a school, and okay. that's got Martin Freeman in it. Um, okay,
0: what year did that come out?
1: Pretty recent. I think now it's like, I can't, I don't know. I'm not like you. I'm not, I'm not like getting out bloody Guinness Book of World Films and knowing exactly what year they all came out. I'm See, not either. It's just you. in my brain. You're not either. What's that book behind you then?
0: <laughs> You're so bullshit.
1: I think it's, I think it's, let me just check it. I'm going to edit this bit out and make it sound like I really knew when it came out. So yeah, that Nativity came out in 2009. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you just knew that. Good I for just, you. Yeah, off the top of my head. Given that Klaus has the potential if not if it's not already there, I think this could be the most recent Christmas classic. Yeah. And I think the thing that draws certainly draws my family back in is absolutely the Mm humour. But also this time when I was watching it again, it has the Christmas spirit, Marcy. Yes. There's no there's no denying the Christmas (laughs) Uh spirit runs through. And I think Christmas films that are classics don't shy away from that. And they don't try and cover up some of the I'm going to say the S word sentimentality that <laughs> that is that is important at mm. Christmas. And I think there's a there's a slightly different rule book for Christmas films. Because I was trying to do a bit of research into this just so I could see more educated like what you are. And apparently it was going to be a mildly darker film originally. The, the initial script, which was ten years before this film came out, it was a bit more PG 13. So Buddy was a bit more crude and a bit brasher. And if you, he wasn't as innocent as Will is now, the storyline with um, Jovi, Zoe's character, was entirely written for Zoe after she got the part. In that the singing wasn't in it, and the singing is so essential, right? So mm-hmm. the, it's part of the three rules of being an elf. <laughs> yeah, treat every day like Christmas, everybody could be on the nice list and best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. So Christmas singing is like in the spine of this film and we revisit it at various different moments. And I love a bloody good Christmas song. And mm-hmm. I think the, the, having the singing be part of the the narrative only makes this more festive for me. I don't know what you think.
0: Oh, well, I want to mention, I know it's like more towards the end of the movie, but when we did Jurassic Park for Anniversaries Mix or whatever, I I was talking about how at the end of that movie makes me cry now, like whenever they get Hammond on the helicopter, or like whenever Grant gets Hammond on the helicopter, and I don't know why. Like, it never made me cry, like, growing up with it. And there's this scene in Elf that makes me cry every time I watch it now that I definitely did not when I was younger or the first couple of times I saw it, but it's the scene where, um, they're singing in the park, and the sleigh is trying to go. And finally, yes. like Walter starts singing, and the sleigh finally kicks off, and everybody in that group sees it. But it's when he looks back at Jovi, and like that she helped him, and and did it. Mm-hmm. And then the, then the score kicks in, um, and he just like says bye. Like I cry every time I see that part anymore.
1: <laughs> I uh I I I shed a tear this time at that exact moment Oh, really? <laughs> i think when the sleigh just goes over walter's head just as it takes off yeah um, oh, they, they got me again they I got just, me again yeah. even though i knew it was coming There's
0: so many different pieces so that just were like michael's like you're not really singing and when walter finally gives in that's what the final boost is <laughs> but it's just the way he and jovi look because i actually think i don't think they're really that big of an age difference so additional and will Ferrell he looks obviously he looks a lot older than her, but I think they're really cute together in this movie. And I like that she could just like probably destroy him in an instant, but she actually gives him the time of day and he kind of like turns her around and like her attitude and her Christmas spirit. And that's like the gift of buddy is like, that's what he does for everybody in this movie. Beautiful. But, um, we were kind of talking about like songs that aren't Christmas songs. Um, in this and the other song that really sticks with me is when they go on their date and do you know the song that plays when they go on their date
1: absolutely not mercy
0: okay so it's frank sinatra you make me feel so young and i wrote that down (laughs) did you
1: yeah (laughs) it's good to remember it though
0: i love that song and i love that date and i think they are so cute together and when they're ice skating. Or like he keeps trying to show her the biggest tree and then she yeah. takes him to Rockefeller and there's the, literally the biggest tree and um they're ice skating and I think he kisses her on the cheek and she's like, you missed. And he's you like, missed. what? And uh, then they kiss finally. But they are so, so cute together. But I like that <laughs> they kind of bring out the best in each other, which I think like a good, healthy relationship should.
1: With, when we talked about Muppets Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. and I think one of the big things we sort of, drew attention to is how serious like Michael Caine is in, in that film and how it really mm-hmm. can kind of still provide then the emotional hits that you need for it to be, in a, you know, a classic. And I think we get that here. I think that we see we have obviously the over-the-top performance of Will Ferrell. We get a very almost grumpy, I don't really want to be here performance by James Kahn. But also, like you said, Zoe is great she's typical sort of she's quite dour at times isn't she mm-hmm. and just um she's got she's quite flat in her voice when she speaks as well and, and it kind of counter counterbalances will's <laughs> obvious exuberance mm-hmm. but i love um how do you say her last name mary steinberg
0: Yeah, steinberg yeah, steinberg. yeah. yeah.
1: she's incredible <laughs> like in this film how about this right yeah. you find out your husband has another kid, mm-hmm. and he's like thirty years old that you never knew about. And she's like, "Walter, this is amazing. You have yeah. another son." Who says that? She's yeah. uh, she is brilliant. And then she's <laughs> just like, "Move in with us. How long are you going to stay for?" Oh, I'm thinking forever. She doesn't bat an eye. Oh eyelid. my
0: god, when she is so cute in the morning when he makes her the spaghetti with all the syrup, and yeah. she's nice enough to eat it. Um, is this? Is this the prequel to Step Brothers? Because she's also his mother
1: in oh, Brothers. She...
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Ike's, like, you know, he's just a man-child. So is this literally, like, what do her and Walter get a divorce? She gets Buddy. They move to, to well, California.
1: <laughs> if her and Walter get a divorce, let me tell you, it's all Walter's fault. Yeah, Because she is trying in this yeah. marriage. She's holding it together. <laughs> she's holding it together like some of these paper dolls that Buddy is cut out and stuck on the walls Mm. not like walter
0: i i do have to also mention michael the brother you know i'm it could have been such a plot point where like they were just rivals the whole movie but they immediately get along that's the thing like i said like there's this magic about buddy where you're like what the heck Hmm. and everybody's kind of missing that christmas spirit in this movie and he's able to like bring it back to life and bring this lighter side happier side with people i love when he has that snowball fight with michael and those mm. kids and he beats the crap
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i think michael is desperate for it mm-hmm. and he's michael's so lacking in fun in his mm-hmm. life his dad obviously is never there is he and doesn't really engage with him and so he whereas he may have the barriers up at first because let's be honest buddy slightly unusual <laughs> um he very quickly warms to him and i agree with you i'm so glad that it's a quick turnaround and Mm -hmm. that we get to see that relationship and we get to see two kids really get to play with each other and and get to get to be friends and do all the things probably that michael's never never done over christmas time (laughs)
0: like when they chop down that tree and I love I love the scene wherever Michael's like, oh, we forgot to put the star on top. But mind you, this tree is so big you can't even see the top of it. But what does he do? He jumps on the couch, a buddy jumps on the couch and like lands like full body into the tree. <laughs> I love that scene. I think they're really cute together. And I think Michael is the the voice of reason for Walter the dad as well. Like whenever Buddy goes missing at the end, he's like, we have to yeah. go find him and I, I really like that that it all comes together but
1: um yeah he's kind he, of the one that does turn his dad isn't he really yeah. more than, but but he's kind of doing it subconsciously but the person who encourages his dad walter to take those final steps it always seems to be michael i mm-hmm. think yeah
0: mm-hmm. i like that's that. interesting
1: i never thought about that do you just said it
0: <laughs> i want to i do want to me- mention james Kahn's performance though. <laughs> because i know what he's doing and i know like i think he did have fun at the end of the day who knows like i mean but also you got bob newhart like i said his papa elf uh they're they're all a little grouchy even ed asner as santa is a little grouchy if we're being honest he's, he's not, a great santa he's not the typical santa but i love it i asner. think he's a great one i think he's a great santa too but i'm just saying it's not the typical santa but you know ed asner is right no he plays Carl and Up. Well, he passed away last year. O T G. Yeah, that's Carl. Mm. So, um, yeah, when you watch, next time you watch Alf, which will probably happen anytime soon now, uh, listen to his voice. It's Carl. I can hear
1: it already. Mm-hmm. I can hear it now that you've said it.
0: I want to also mention a couple of side people in this movie that I think are really great um amy sedaris is walter's secretary um amy Mm -hmm. sedaris is a very funny weird comedian and i like that she's more like she's playing a straight character in this uh but there are a couple moments where you get some really funny Amy Sedaris lines mm-hmm. like one of the things that always makes me laugh is the first time Buddy gets to the floor and she's like I don't know Connie I've never declawed kittens before and that always <laughs> makes me laugh so hard because I was like eight she probably ad-libbed that line I bet anything uh, mm. but she's really cute with Buddy I like that she likes him and is kind to him when he needs it you know mm. you're and then, so
1: pretty Debbie you should be on a Christmas yeah, card
0: yeah and she's like oh well, thank <laughs> you and then I love when she gives him the coffee and he's like uh and Walter's <laughs> like you don't have to drink it you don't have to Oh my god, but how funny is the Christmas Graham thing when he's like, and now I'm here and I love you, I love you, I love you and James Gunn is just like, alright okay, <laughs> like and that's all his so, reaction is So good. this is,
1: yeah Buddy's first meeting with his dad mm-hmm. he's obviously a bit overwhelmed and People mistakenly presume he's a Christmas gram. Is yeah. that even a thing? Does that even a thing that I, exists? I'm
0: sure, but I've never somebody has never sent me one. So if anyone wants to no. send me one, please do. I'll I'll gladly accept it. So mm-hmm. and this is the other thing too, is like Will Ferrell can be very vulgar. I mean he was really over the top. Like one of one of his best known skits on Saturday Night Live is they're having like patriotism day in the office. So, everybody has to like dress in their best, like USA. And he comes in with an American flag st- Stito song, and his ass is <laughs> hanging out. And he's <laughs> acting, and he's got a little crop top on too. <laughs> I'll just say this skit. And everyone's just like, oh, hey, whatever. And then the guy that was, it was Sean William Scott who was hosting that week. He's like, does nobody see what he's wearing? But like, he's just making his coffee and this, like, Speedo thong thing, <laughs> it's so funny. So I like that he is very genuine, and it's like it is over the top, but it is so pulled back at the same time for Will Ferrell. Um, that I didn't think this was possible. Like me growing up with Will Ferrell on Saturday Night Live, I did not think this type of sweetness was possible from this man. <laughs> so I really, I really just love this performance. But I want to mention somebody else. Um. There's the big reason for this. There are two other guys that work in Walter's office. I can't think of the mm-hmm. one guy, but there's Morris. He's the one without the beard. Do you know who? I'm Eugene talking? is the other one. I guess so. I don't know, but I'm I'm talking specifically about Morris. He's the one. He's like, what's more vulnerable than a peach? Like at the very oh, yeah. end of the movie. Okay, so that guy is Andy Richter. Do you know who Andy Richter is?
1: Oh god. No. Is this is this the theme of this episode? So, I don't know who any of these this people. This is going
0: to make me so happy. Andy Richter, whenever Conan O'Brien had his oh, talk god. show, Andy Richter was his right-hand man. You know how like talk show hosts would have like their like their other guy, like their like, Yeah. that was he was Conan's. <laughs> we got back. Oh yes. We did. It's a Christmas miracle, Conan O'Brien.
1: Brilliant. But on those guys, the the writers in Walter's work, how, it struck me as genius this time that the kind of the central tension, apart from Buddy and his dad, is is a book is related to books. What what's more mm-hmm. Christmassy than books as well? It's like it just feels like a, it's kind of like harmless mm-hmm. at, at this at, at the same time, isn't it? As, as there being yeah. some some form of jeopardy, but really it's just a book, and it's a, and what do we like to do with books? We like to cuddle up with them. We like like to just uh, relax into them, a bit like a Christmas movie. And the whole point that they had to get a new book out mm-hmm. to um, otherwise, you know, whatever, the company was going to go bust. I don't know what was going on. With that. <laughs> that was the high stakes. That wasn't related to the personal connections. I thought that was actually quite nice and quite mm-hmm. what a good choice that was. But it was just subtle and subtle mm-hmm. enough to be important and for it to be um worthwhile i don't know if i've done a good job of explaining why i liked it but i really did like it this yeah, time i think
0: it does a it's a nice um plot device also to just show like how terrible walter is in the beginning i well, love i love whenever wait <laughs> this is another <laughs> one of those odd lines i love whenever Betty finds out his dad's on the naughty list and he's like no and he's screaming <laughs> but then it goes to walter in his office and he's talking to this nun and he's like we're not yeah. giving any more books." <laughs> To the orphanage, <laughs> but I love this nun's delivery but the children love the books. So, so that always makes but, me laugh.
1: It, but if you want to talk about show, don't tell. I mean, what a great example.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Why is he on the naughty list? He takes books away from nuns and orphans. <laughs> okay? Yeah. He's a bad person. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and then didn't finish the puppy and the pigeon story also, so... Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> he doesn't want to take a 30 grand bath. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even know what that is. Sounds like a really luxurious bath to me. I do
0: think there are some bubbles. I I think there are some really like amazing things that happen though from him trying to get away from Buddy. Like another thing I love in this movie is whenever he just can't stand him in his office. Like where Buddy is picking up his phone, going, "What's your favorite color?" He sends him down to the mail room. (laughs) I love this. The other guy has alcohol, and he's like, oh, syrup for your coffee. Okay, Mm -hmm. and then they get kind of drunk, but that guy who looks like old as hell is like, I'm 26 and I'm down in this mailroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like super drunk. He's like, you're my best friend. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love, but that's another example of Betty just making everybody happy when they all start dancing and um, having a good time down in the mail room where that was a pretty mm-hmm. dismal place when he first got there. Um, I just think it just, like I said, there's so much of like buddy is magic, literally. Um mm-hmm. and you see it over and over and like he can make anything i love to okay so i know we talked about the end of the movie where they're singing carols and it's on the tv for the news but i love that everybody you've seen in the movie already you see mm-hmm. them singing like the mailroom people um the other person i love so much in this movie is carolyn the girl in the doctor's office when he's like mm-hmm. i'm a human raised by elves and she's like i'm a human raised by humans that little girl mm-hmm is so freaking cute and I like that you get to see her again um but it's just this there's a Dirk in this movie did you catch there is did you catch
1: yeah Dirk Lawson yeah
0: he's like he wants another, just wants a
1: day at the spa
0: there must be another Dirk Lawson so um but <laughs> I do love when they're all singing you know the song on the news and it, it just kind of
1: watching
0: it's so cute I feel like I've just been talking so much about my favorite things what what are some of your favorite things that we haven't talked about?
1: Well the problem is Marcy, you you've mentioned the whole movie so that's that <laughs> is all of my favorite bits too. Um <laughs> I was I was going to say to you <laughs> <I'm
0: sorry>. what <laughs> I just thought of I'm sorry I just looked out of my notes and I totally forgot it. But whenever he's with, he said, um, oh, Kim, Gimbal's? Gimbal's is at the store. And it's his first day working and he and Jovi are talking on the days at the end. And the loudspeaker comes on and he's like looking around like, what is this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's fine. I just love the way that you said you've been talking too much. <laughs> threw it to me to to say something. And then immediately talked over the top of me to contribute more to this discussion. Incredible.
0: I am, I am your buddy, and you are my Walter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How about Santa and Papa Elf knowing that Buddy's dad was alive for thirty years and not, and se- uh, not doing anything about it? I think
0: it was for the <sighs> best.
1: Dubious. I think it was for the Dubious. best. Dubious. Uh, well, I was going to say to you, what are some of your favourite lines? Because you, but you've said half of mine. <laughs> um, <laughs> I also like "Watch out, the yellow ones don't stop." Um, <laughs> and Francisco. That's fun to say. Um,
0: <laughs> Him on the elevator and uh, pushing every button. And he's like, oh, beautiful. I love when he's says beautiful. <laughs> and then whenever he's like, well, I got to get off now. And he's like, oh, I forgot to give you your hug. And yeah. <laughs> that guy probably went to the roof and jumped off. That's probably
1: what No, he didn't. Marcy, don't bring it down. Just Bloody kidding. Hell. Nobody
0: gives Christmas cheer. That guy probably smiled the whole way up to his
1: office.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. I. I love this movie. It is so much fun. I, I've seen it a lot, and it still always makes me laugh. And I think this is an all-time performance as well. And I think that that has a lot to do with making it a, a classic. You know, like Michael Caine in The Muppet Christmas Carol.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Chevy Chase in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which I would like to get you to watch at some point. And, I mean, you look at Jimmy Stewart in, um, oh, God, why can't I think of the name of it? It's a Wonderful Life. It's a life. Wonderful Life. Holy crap.
1: Never seen that one either. So what are the reasons? Give me your bullet points. Why is this a Christmas classic?
0: I think, like you said, it makes you feel the Christmas spirit. That's the most important thing. You know, like, as you get older, I think I think our children really help bring it back. But, you know, like, as you get older and more cynical and you're like, nothing makes it feel like Christmas anymore. But then you get something like this movie and you're like, yeah, just for these couple of hours, like, it, it has that feeling. Mm. Um it it has the performance, like the remarkable, amazing performance that like you can't think of anybody else playing this character. I mean there's a lot of people, like I couldn't see anybody else, but Zoe additional playing Jovi. And Will Ferrell is so perfect oh, as buddy. But even like we were saying Ed Asner as Santa and Bob Newhart as top elf. I love that too. I don't know what would be another bullet point for you.
1: I think that at its best. Christmas is a time to spend with people that you love, be they friends or family. And I think what really makes a Christmas classic is obviously something that everybody can enjoy and get different bits out of it. And I think having a, a nine-year-old child, and obviously previously an eight-year-old and a seven-year-old and a six-year-old, they've been absolutely able to enjoy this film and laugh out loud, belly laugh at different times. And like you said, Marcy, before we have watched this pretty much every month of the year at various (laughs) different points, because it's such a favorite Mm -hmm. of my daughter's. So I think it's a movie that you get to share and you all understand what's funny about it. You know, there's no, it's not, I mean, it's not a high, high brow comedy. It's it's just funny. Mm -hmm. It's hilarious. And just what you said, it's not cynical. And I think there's, I think, you know, when you go into shops and it's middle of November and they've got the Christmas trees up already because it's to encourage you to buy different things and to spend your money, you need something that is anti that a little bit. And it's just all about coming together and spending time with different people, like I said. And I think this really does provide you with that, right? Mm-hmm. And and I guess there's just must be some ethereal thing about it. That's just something that, because if, if, if you knew what, creates a christmas classic everybody would be doing it wouldn't they Mm -hmm. so sometimes it's just something just connects with a swell of people and probably what is that it's probably it's probably lightning in a bottle with will ferrell as as the main guy i think like they do do some interesting things i think you know the claymation i think the story isn't is different enough and 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 visually funny and it's slapsticky which is always good like home alone you need a bit of slapstick as well i think sometimes um so i think it's it's interesting enough visually but really it's 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 will ferrell's movie mm-hmm. all, all day long yeah and it's got a it's got a heart and it's got a soul And so that's it. Yeah, it's just
0: iconic. I just wanted to also mention really quick, his elf costume is stunning. I think it's so beautiful. And I think whenever you think of this movie and you think of Will Ferrell, you think of the yellow and the green and just you can just see him standing there. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) And I don't know about you in America. Do they have uh like you know obviously people get christmas jumpers christmas t-shirts and christmas swashes and stuff like that a lot of it over here still has buddy the elf plastered <laughs> all over them he's quite omnipresent mm-hmm. at christmas yeah in, in, you know what in, still in shops and stuff.
0: i feel like he's even bigger than some of like you like you don't see that stuff from epic christmas carol or even national lampoon's christmas no. vacation to me he's like the grinch or home alone where you see the or grinch you know what i mean you you know that's mm-hmm. an identifiable character do you wait have you yeah. ever seen the grinch oh god yeah okay. well you know
1: grinch can i blow your mind marcy yeah. grinch is a book first all right
0: but i'm just mm-hmm. saying like there's the grinch there's rudolph there's frosty there's buddy but it's like he's so much like that that is like elevated this movie where it's like There's something a symbol you specifically think of with this. He's part
1: of the Christmas iconography, yeah, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think you that's it. You've nailed it. Mm -hmm. That's why it's become a classic, probably.
0: And I yes, we do have a lot of stuff with um this movie and Buddy on it. Like my one cousin, this is one of his favorite movies ever, and his his wife, (laughs) like she bought him the Buddy. I hope you find your dad like a ugly Christmas sweater one year. It's like one of my favorite things he owns. So he wears it like every (laughs) Christmas. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah this movie is so much fun and it's fun to like watch alone watch with your friends watch with your family i can't wait for when kaya's a little bit bigger and we can start watching it together but i love this movie instantly i still love this movie, and uh happy 20th anniversary elf you did it
1: <laughs> thank you elf thank you buddy thank you papa elf <laughs> Myself and Marty are now about to go and drink the world's best cup of coffee. (laughs) And we wish you all a very Merry Christmas. A
0: very Merry Christmas, depending on what day we, we put this up. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Hope everyone has a wonderful holiday. And bye for
1: now. And why don't you join us on the Movie Mixtape in the future, if this is your first time. We love you. Have a lovely New Year.
0: Goodbye. Suck on that, you suckers. I know him. (laughs) God.
1: The Movie Mixtape is presented by Dirk, Marcy, and Mikey P. All episodes are edited by Marcy and Dirk. Show art by Mikey P. Our logo comes from Iron Tooth Design. Follow us over on Instagram at the underscore movie mixtape.